Hello everybody and welcome back. Today is going to be an interesting topic. I don't know how this topic came to my brain, um, but I was listening to this other podcast the other day. It was in Arabic and the podcaster was talking about the people who ignore this life, the people who take this life as a joke, like they don't really take it seriously. You know, they go from day to day and just having a blast i guess and just like not thinking about the hereafter they're just like whatever like it's just it's important to feel good in the moment you know i don't really care about the future uh future me solve your own problems right now i'm having a good time that's not a very good mentality i know it's fun but it's not a good one and she brought up this idea it was very brief but she brought up the idea of this is not a real home and when i heard that i was like shaken because I knew it, but I didn't internalize it enough to realize this is not our real home. Like, we're born here and we're gonna die here, but it's gonna be the first death, you know? And then after that is eternal life. And when we are re- when we- is it reimbursed? Is that the word? Wait, what's the word? Reimbursed? When we're resurrected, that's the word. When we're resurrected, back to ourselves on the day of judgment and then we go through the trial and you know it's either <sighs> do i need to say you know heaven or hell right i don't I, bringing up hell makes the hairs on my arm stand atheists are looking at me in laughing mode right now it's okay i don't mind it i really don't but it's either this or that but like then thereafter that's your real life that's your actual life like it's either heaven or hell that's your actual life you know in the quran uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-ankabut in ayah 64 indeed this worldly life is nothing but diversion and amusement but the abode in the hereafter is indeed life itself if only they knew and here Allah uses a an interesting word, al-hayawan, which means, guys, it doesn't mean animal. In slang Arabic, it might mean animal, but astaghfirullah, oh my, why am I, this is why I, it's good that I'm not like an Islamic studies teacher. Al-hayawan refers to eternal life, you know, and the interesting thing is that it, it, it's hard to translate because Arabic is just a lot more complicated. I'm sorry, English speakers. Your language is very, very surface level. You know, I didn't want to say it, but I had to. But the translation over to English would be like life itself, real life. I translated a tafsir that explains what al-hayawan means. And it says it is perfect life, which is one of its necessities that the bodies of its people are extremely strong. And their powers are extremely severe because they are bodies and faculties that were created for life. That's what al-hayawan means. It means life that was that is meant to be forever, forever lasting and strong. You know, which is not this life. This life, we're very weak, we're very fragile, we're very prone to any kind of injury or whatever. Literally, I got a paper cut the other day, it almost killed me. You know, that's what... I hope that got the message across. And the definition doesn't stop there. Al-Hayawan is very, it's a very interesting word to open up and investigate. And it's this 
life where you have this strong body that can feel desires that can feel like the pleasures and the joys to its fullest extent because here we're very very limited you know in terms of our senses mostly senses like what we can taste see touch smell hear all of these things are very limited because imagine let's take sight for example let's take our eyes we can only see a very limited range of colors you know that's actually that's not true learning css i've seen so many range of colors i've seen all of those you know the hexadecimal colors i'm not even going to get into that i don't know if that's actually what they're called anyway um moral of the story is don't go into css and programming sorry to diverge it just gave me a little bit of trauma when i talked about colors um but using the example of eyesight and colors it's like there are colors that we don't know that exist in an infinite amount just saying that i'm like freaked out like what colors are there that we don't know you know and then that's when i start to think about like maybe it's like sparkly stuff maybe it's like gold and silver colors that have texture i don't think that's see that's what i'm talking about limited so limited like that's what my brain can come up with that's it that's lame and going back to the ayah where allah says that this life is nothing but diversion and amusement yani i don't even know where to start with that because it feels like every single day there is diversion and amusement you know like i sometimes think about grabbing coffee in a cute coffee shop because life because life is awesome let's like go have fun that's that's a distraction <laughs> i don't want to be the one to say it, but grabbing cute coffee at a cute coffee shop just because you want to just because you desire it that's a distraction you know even if you bring your quran with you there's probably music playing in the background don't fool yourself but i try to pay attention to that stuff because there's distractions almost everywhere in our lives now you can't go anywhere without something being a distraction for example like your idea of having fun is probably going to the cinemas and don't get me wrong i like going to the cinemas too but you don't understand the extent to which this is literally shaitan's game like shaitan is literally like this is where i can get into their heads this is the perfect opportunity and you're just there sitting with your popcorn you're like i'm going to have a great time you're going to get possessed by the devil okay possessed is a strong word but like you get you get what i mean is like your your film film in and of itself most of the film that we watch right the films come from hollywood last time i checked hollywood is not very islamic okay hollywood is honestly maybe even the polar opposite of islamic <laughs> they just why are they so crazy they bring in so much filth to the screen it's like when my mom and i try to pick a movie cuz like you know we're at the mall and it's sunny outside and we kind of don't want to die from heat exhaustion so we want to sit inside a cool place and be entertained and we'll browse through the movies and each movie looks honestly worse than the last crappier dirtier it just it's all of them are just so filthy for no reason it, and what is it pertaining to like what are these playing to they're playing to our whims and our desires cuz we we want to see a cute couple on screen but 
like is it because you're single that you want to do that i don't understand i'm sorry i'm taking hits at the audience for absolutely no, no reason listen i'm also like i do this stuff also you know i'm not sitting here saying guys i'm perfect i'm literally one of you guys unfortunately no I, that was a joke that was my sarcasm and humor has taken a hit today apologies in advance this is just an example of amusement and diversion you know the cinema cute cafes all of these are just an example and i can't begin to fathom how many more examples there are because i feel like most of our lives if not all of our lives are filled to the brim with amusement and distraction and diversion and diversion is a very interesting thing because it brings up the question what is diversion now listen i'm not a scholar okay this is just what i think but take that with a grain of salt for all of these people they're like you're not a scholar why do you have a podcast um i like to talk that's why i have a podcast when i hear the word diversion i like to think of it as like when you're at a crossroads you know you see two paths very clear very clearly you see a path diverging into two there's a good path there's a bad path we both know what they are okay let's not play dumb here and you see both of them and you're like i have to pick one now is my time to pick one what do i pick you know do i go to a really really cute cafe and sit with people where there's music and there's literally no ounce of meaningful conversation or do i spend that time in a meaningful way at home where i can read some quran and you know learn something about my deen i don't mean to call anybody out i really don't i'm calling myself out at this point because that those are the questions that i ask myself and there's always this argument that i loathe with a passion that goes like muslims need to have a balance between the dunya and the akhirah there needs to be a balance between worldly life and the afterlife i'm like where did you get that idea there is not supposed to be a balance there's supposed to be an imbalance because this life is not worthy enough to balance out the afterlife does that make sense like this life is so tiny and so little and so short compared to what we have after this and so for you to sit here and say this life is supposed to be balanced um no it's not you're supposed to use this life to build your afterlife this life is not supposed to be for play it's not supposed to be for amusement it's not supposed to be to just sit around nilly-willy having fun and all you think about all you think about like is how can i have fun at this moment like what what can i do to feel excitement in some way you know what should i like you know you know what when i said should i you thought of something um i'm just saying that because i don't have examples off the top of my head but you get what i'm trying to say there are things sprinkled throughout your day where you do it for pure excitement like you just want that adrenaline that's all you want when you forget that this life is not for that this life is a test bro you can't just go around this life thinking that this is where this is where you live this is your home it's not your home you know and i don't mean that in the racist way like go back to where you came from but but you are gonna go back to where you came from you know inevitably whether you like it or not. this podcast is sponsored by talkspace 
May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. So when people do certain acts or they have certain habits that are considered sinful, you know, and when you ask them about it, they're like, yeah, well, it's called balance. Balance, baby. I'm like, bro, what are you trying to balance? Your time in hell and heaven? Or like, what is the goal? What is the goal? You use that as an excuse to merely indulge in this world. You know, to like overdose on the pills of desires, on the pills of little bits of not even real happiness of this world. Because when we do certain acts or do certain things that we know deep down, we know that's not good for Muslims, we know that we're not supposed to be doing that, and it literally goes against Allah. It it's something that is something which Allah dislikes, which, by the way, is a very serious thing. It's not light at all. We know that those moments are not real happiness. Muslims know this, and Muslims should know this. Muslims should know that the only real, true, profound happiness lies with the remembrance of Allah. It lies in the presence of the angels. It lies in the moment when you remember Allah. You know, and when you remember Allah, your name is literally remembered in the skies. A girl is getting a little bit emotional today. Uh, at this point, I get emotional every episode, so it doesn't really matter. And when you pray and you read Quran and you say your adhkab, angels are surrounding you. And you feel that, you know? You feel their presence because you feel at peace when you do those things. Granted, thinking of those things, thinking of doing those things, it may not seem as exciting to some people. 
But when you are in the act of doing those things, things that are beautiful and beloved to Allah, that's the only real happiness and the real peace that you'll find. Because what this world offers you, you know, with all of its advertising, with all of the way it's trying to market happiness, you can see through that. And I know you can. You can, you know when there's like an advertisement and then there's just like this woman smiling with a shopping bag? Like, you can see the sadness through her eyes. I don't know about you guys, but I can literally, I can feel it. It manifests the room. You know, whenever that advertisement is put up, like on a road, the sadness is manifesting that highway. Yeah, I feel it in my soul. Sorry, I don't mean to like shame any woman that has photographed for that kind of advertisement. But regardless, regardless, what I'm trying to get across is that this world will offer nothing you of actual peace and happiness, no matter how much you think. It's not going to be in clothes. It's not going to be in the way you dress. You know those clothes that you buy and that you're so excited to wear. And when you wear it, you want your friend to take a picture and then post it on Instagram. And everyone's going to be like, wow, you look amazing. No one cares. <laughs> I'll be honest. No one. I'm so sorry. I'm, really, I don't want to give you this blunt pill. But the blunt pill needs to be given. And I'm here you go. Take it. I don't mind. I have plenty. No one really cares um, about the things that you're portraying on the internet everyone really thinks about themselves you know me too i think about myself all the time <clears throat> that's not a really good um thing to admit on the internet but but i keep it real here i don't have time to waste i don't have time to lie because that's boring because i have nothing to sell which is really nice it's very freeing but people indulge in these things they buy all of these things and they post about it and they're excited because they think all of those likes all of the, all of those comments everything that people are seeing their image on social media they think that's going to bring them happiness some people right not everybody but some people most people more than you think which is honestly depressing for all of our case at this point it just feels like a facade on the internet every time i open social media like i open instagram for example thankfully my feed is not as messed up my feed is just cat videos and gym motivation that's it that's I wish there was more to it, but no. I programmed it to be that way, and I'm honestly happy about that. Oh, and babies. There's a lot of babies on there for some reason. Instagram thinks that I'm a mom. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about it, ever. But I know most people, when I see their feed, most people, when I see their feed, it looks disgusting. Not because it is actually disgusting, but, like, the amount of brainless things on there. The amount of things that have absolutely no meaning to them. The amount of things that make you attached to this dunya and don't remind you of your akhirah. You know, there are people that have beautiful feeds once you open them. Like, all they do is follow, you know, those deen posts. The posts that give a hadith or they post ayat of the Quran. All the, Like, they have manufactured their feed to look like that because... They want it to remind them. And I think that's... Those people are honestly... Allah, Allah, please make us one of them. Because those people are so beautiful. Honest to God. Like, I think those are some of the most beautiful people. And why do we want to do that? Why do we want to cultivate our feed to remind us of the Akhirah? Because so, there has to be something in place, right? To remind us 
that this life is very temporary and that it is nothing and i mean this wholeheartedly it is nothing but a test life is not here to just drink iced coffee all day which you know in the beginning i thought it was when i realized how good it tastes but it's not life is not here for you to solely brag about your successes and your achievements in life because hear me out when i say this all your achievements and successes mean nothing if they didn't do anything for you in the akhirah if they're not going to do anything for you on the day of judgment if they're not going to stand for you on the day of judgment all of your successes and achievements in this dunya will come out to zero when you're six feet under the ground if they are not related to Allah and pleasing Allah because that's what we're here to do we're not here to just live for the sake of living we are here to worship Allah you know and I think it's beautiful that Allah made ibadah in so many forms I mean so many kinds of forms of ibadah you can pick whichever one every day incorporate so many kinds of ibadah in your day your athkar your prayer quran fasting smiling in someone's face is literally a form of ibadah yani, there's so much mercy placed upon us that we should be ashamed if we're not taking advantage of these things i have a feeling that the youtube community guidelines or the spotify one is going to be like did you just tell people to be ashamed that is called hate speech you need to remove your video immediately and you know what youtube spotify you should be ashamed yes i said it i'm not taking it back actually that was a joke youtube because you know starting to get money off of it which is kind of nice actually oh see even that the topic of money oh the topic of money i could talk about that all day you know i'll keep it brief i'll keep it brief some of us and and i'm including myself in this okay can be very stingy with our money can be extremely stingy with our money when it comes time to spend for the sake of Allah we're like we're not sure you know we're, we're hesitant we're like I, mm. thankfully thankfully I'm getting out of this you know because my mom is a very generous she's an insanely generous giver mashallah tabarakallah you know, and she's getting me into the habit of spending more for the sake of Allah, alhamdulillah. But I, I'm saying this not to expose myself. Many people think I expose myself for no reason. I'm saying this because I want it to inspire someone to do the same. Giving charity, spending for the sake of Allah is one of the most powerful things you can do because come the day of judgment, you're going to see all of the things that you gave. All of the things that you spent for the sake of Allah. You know, and I'll be honest, like giving in that sense is not extremely selfless because in the end you do want it to come back to you. But it's not necessarily going to come back to you in this dunya. You know, it's going to come back to you in this akhirah. And that's what I mean when you use this life to build your afterlife. You know, when you spend in this dunya, don't think, I hope it's going to come to me next week because I really need the money. If that's the way you think, then what are your priorities you know like if you say i hope my money comes back to me next week you might die today you might die tomorrow you know but that money that you spent for the sake of allah that's going to stand straight to defend you on the day of judgment it's going to be there to help you out
And you're going to be like, thank God I spent something. So I say this again, and I need you to listen to me when I say that Muslims, this is not your real home. This is merely a diversion and amusement, but more than anything, it's a test. It's a test to see who will react responsibly to those diversions and amusements. A test to see who can overcome their desires for something much bigger than their desires. Because desires is such a small little thing program, programmed within us, you know, and we think that it's everything, but when you understand what this life is and what it means and, and how it's going to be evaluated when you die, like, it just changes everything. It makes your desires look like a joke <laughs> because realizing that your desires are a part of your test and the most important thing you need to do in this life is pass this test, your entire perspective shifts. Your entire perspective changes. Also, this is very random, but I heard this in the podcast that I mentioned earlier in the episode that when you are resurrected, you're not called by the name you were called in this life. For example, my name is Farah. But when I'm resurrected on the day of judgment, that's not my name. My name in the afterlife is the act which I did most of in this life that Allah loves. And so the angels, when they call your name, they call you by your most beautiful deed, your most beautiful act. I'm not getting emotional. You are getting emotional right now. Just the simple fact that your name in this life is not the same as the afterlife proves just how much this life is meaningless in its whims and desires. It, it proves how much it's a test. It proves how, how short it is and how small it is compared to the great deeds that you can be doing in this life. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like calling the afterlife the afterlife. You know, because it gives off the idea that it's not real life. You know, the way we're breathing right now, the way we're here, alive, it's like this is this life is all we know, so we think that this is real life. But it's not. It's not real life. This is only the test life. The afterlife is the real life. Because that life goes on forever. And we don't even know what forever is to know what that means. To understand the capacity of what that means. And it's terrifying, but we take it one step at a time. And you're already taking one step at a time by listening to this episode. Thank you and good night. No, I'm joking. I get just I got excited. <laughs> um, but no, really, I'm ending this episode here because I am hungry. This episode was inspired by one of my favorite ayat of the Quran. That is Surah Al-Ankabut, ayah 64. وَمَا هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا لَهْوٌ وَلَعْبٌ and this worldly life is nothing but diversion and amusement. But the abode of the hereafter is indeed life itself, if only they knew. That's where I'm going to cap it off. I think that was a beautiful ending. No better ending than to end it with Allah's words. It's literally the perfect ending. I hope you guys have an amazing day. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye bye. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.